The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time to preview the weekend sport. In studio with me is Kathleen McNamee uh, from Off the Ball. On the line is uh, Keith Wood uh, because we're going to talk first of all about the Six Nations, which kicks off tonight in Marseille against France. Keith, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, tonight's game for all sorts of reasons, maybe with some trepidation, uh, but also, uh, you know, just to get a measure of ourselves. Well, I think proper trepidation would, wouldn't be out of place, I think, for a game of this magnitude. Um, but you've two teams, I think, who struggled in the in the World Cup to get to where they wanted to. They both went out in the quarterfinals. Um, I think it'll be a cracker. And I, I look, I've been, I'm, I'm not going this evening, I'm going to watch it from home, but I, I've been in that stadium. It is it's one of the wonders of the sporting world. The atmosphere there is going to be absolutely incredible. Now, the team looks rather different to the team that finished up the World Cup and injuries obviously in, in are responsible for some of the changes. But of course, Johnny Sexton no longer with us is perhaps the biggest difference. Yeah, I think um, weep not for those who've gone before. But um, look, we were always wondering what was going to happen if Johnny got injured. Well, now Johnny's retired. He's had an extraordinary career. Um, I think Crowley has been the heir apparent for the last year. He got his chances, his opportunity in the World Cup. I thought he played very well. Um, he has continued in that in that vein of form since um, since the World Cup. He's played well for Munster. He's just maturing, which is which is fantastic. And I hope he gets a decent run of games because you just need to try and bed into that jersey. But it's a really unusual day. I mean, Johnny Sexton has been at the helm for for so long now. Um, this post Johnny era is is going to start this evening and. Um, look, you don't expect perfection at the start, but we are hoping that we get a really high standard from Crowley and that the team respond accordingly. Now, you've watched uh, Crowley in action. Uh, Johnny Sexton, I mean, he obviously called the shots. He was the great midfield general. How much of that does Crowley have at this young age? I think Crowley has a bit of it. Um, he may not quite have the level of uh, bitter anger that Johnny would have had. He was like a, a, a bag of pub cats half the time. But um, and you know he'd 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 have a go at everybody around him, including the referee and everything. Uh, I think Crowley's a little bit more measured. He's also quite physical, um, but he's a natural um, ball player. So it's, it's how the team works around it. I mean, I've been really impressed with what Farrell had done in the last couple of years where he changed the focus to it being just about the number 10, but to be about other players taking on some of the control and some of the leadership that was required, but also to make some of the decisions that should make it easier for Crowley. I think if it was two years ago, Crowley would have been just dropped in at the deep end. I think the structure seems more comfortable for interchange at the now, one of the key uh, positions is always that of captain and uh, Peter Romani is, is captain. And I was thinking uh, about the Monster match, Monster doing so well, and then he's taken off after whatever, 60 minutes, because he wasn't as match fit perhaps uh, going into that game as uh, he might have liked himself. But after he went off, Monster kind of got lost. Yeah, look, that's that's one of the issues you have to deal with. It. I mean, I think if you look at Munster, you would say they do not have a huge amount of uh, leadership contenders. And 
But if you look at Ireland, there are a lot. So I would be very comfortable when I look down the squad to see um, Dan Sheehan uh, or Caelan Doris um, quite comfortably able to take over that mantle if Peter has to go off. I don't think Peter would want to go off. That would be his form not to go off at all. Um, and I do think there's a, a benefit in that. I didn't think Peter would be made captain. Actually, I thought it would have been uh, one of the previous guys I mentioned. Um, but there is a benefit to it where you can share the load for a season or a season and a half to try and make these younger players get used to the idea and the pressures the captaincy brings. But they'll be able to cut their teeth on that in this in this Six Nations anyway, because like there's no way Peter would be able to play every minute of every game. Now, the people we want to look out for, particularly uh, Munster's Calvin Nash, we want to see how he performs. And uh, certainly Joe McCarthy of Leinster, he seems to have earned his spurs. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see them in this uh, new milieu. Yeah, I think Calvin Nash has, um, he's had a consistency of games for the first time in a while. He's been plagued with injury earlier in his career and now he's getting a chance and um, by playing week after week, his confidence has grown. His eye for the ball has grown. He plucked a cracking try there a couple of weeks ago from nothing. Um, and so he gets his chance, which which is great. I think it would have been very tight between himself and uh, Jordan uh, Larmer. Uh, Joe McCarthy, uh, for me, is a big lump of a kid who is on the edge, which is great. There's no, I've no, um, he, he kind of pushes his weight around, which is what every other team in the world is doing. So I'm interested to see how he'll go. My expectation for him is that it'll, he'll play well, but he'll tire because he's against some of the huge guys. So I think as a selection, it's a great selection for form, but it's also a great selection knowing who you have on the bench and knowing that you can put James Ryan on there immediately afterwards. But I think he's been picked on form and it's a great opportunity for a young guy. Looking at the bench, Ronan Keller, Keane Healy, Findlay, Bealham, uh, James Ryan aforementioned, uh, Ryan Baird, Jack Conan, Conor Murray, uh, all very uh, dependable. Uh, Kieran Frawley, very young, very talented, uh, and he would presumably have to move in if Crowley was injured. Um, what do you make of Frawley? Uh, I'm very comfortable with Frawley. Um, I think he's uh, an assured player. Um, he, again, has had a lot of injuries and he's had to try and deal with that. Um, I thought he was very good a couple of years ago and then we didn't see him for about a year. Uh, he plays, he plays well. He, he just needs to play without forcing anything. But he is, hes even though he's a guy who's been injured, he's quite robust. And I know that sounds like a contradiction in terms, but he's hes a big guy standing at 10. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about him at all. I'm Conor Murray, I was a bit surprised on. Um, I And I know why he's been picked. He's picked because he's very big and he's defensively very strong. He's got a fantastic box kick. Um, and that would be a nod maybe to how we might play towards the end of the game. Yeah. I just like Craig Casey. I like the way he speeds the game up. I like the way the ball, he's wherever the ball is, and the ball is flashed out of his hands quickly. And I thought he'd have a better uh, rapport maybe with um, with Crowley. All right. Well, we mustn't get ahead of ourselves. Uh, 27 games since 1972. We drew once. We lost 23 and we won just three times. <laughs> As I say, not to get ahead of ourselves. I won't even ask you to predict because uh, none of us can really. Keith Wood, thank you very much for joining us on the line. Uh, Kathleen McNamee, looking forward to all this uh, rugby weekend. It's going to be great. Maybe England-Italy could be 
Yeah, this is Six Nations is my favorite tournament across all sports. So I'm very, very excited for the weekends to come over the next five or so weeks. Okay, um, other big news. Formula One, uh, rumoured first, now confirmed, Lewis Hamilton will go to Ferrari. Yeah, this was massive breaking news yesterday. When I first saw Autosport reporting it, I was like, is this actually true? I was almost scared to tell the lads on air at the time because it just seemed like such a big move. Uh, Hamilton only signed a new contract last year. He ha- he did have an option in it to make the final year and go somewhere else if he wanted. So multi-year deal, Mass amount of money involved. Obviously, he's a seven-time world champion, one of the mm. biggest names in Formula One in sport in general. I think so. It's a big move, and I imagine quite a shock. Like I heard that the team were only told yesterday morning they didn't have any inclination that this was coming, that he was going to move. So big shock for them, and big opportunity, I suppose, as well to have to now go. And how do you replace a name like Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, and he, of course he. He uh, is going to partner Leclerc. That's what it looks like, uh, which means your man gets the bump. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people see it as his best opportunity to get that another So Carlos Sainz, where does he go? Does he simply swap to... Well, this is the thing. He's a great driver. Yeah, he's a great driver. And I suppose it's an opportunity for him to look elsewhere is the only way he can look at it as a positive thing because... it must. I assume this is a sort of deal that has been rumbling along in the background. But if, mm. like Hamilton, only told his team yesterday, how how much time has Sands had to kind of think and process this, and you know, yeah. get ready for next year? And you wonder, will Perez be still uh, driving for Red Bull? Will Alonso be still hanging around, the oldest driver mm. uh, on the circuit? The, Hamilton would become that yeah. if Alonso left. Well, it does make you wonder: is this like an opportunity for Formula One to, I suppose, inject some excitement into the championship? Because it has. We've talked about it so many times in these morning slots that you know it's been a bit boring even though you're watching like one of the best drivers in the world absolutely dominate so maybe this is an opportunity for teams to shake things up and give us a bit more of a contest I wonder has Hamilton just been annoyed about the quality of the car number one but also uh, that they didn't make enough noise when that bad decision was made to allow um, Verstappen to take his first title. Yeah, you'd have to think that it's a build-up of things over the last while because I don't think you make such a dramatic situation like the, or decision like this off just one thing. And now some great uh, ties over the weekend of the Premier League after Manchester United's extraordinary game last night. Yeah, last night was absolutely crazy from Manchester United. I mean, what a storyline. Marcus Rashford, after everything that had happened to him over the last week or so, coming in, scoring in the fifth minute. Hoyland, who has had a great run of form the last while, getting that 22nd minute goal. And then Wolves coming back at them, getting that penalty. A bit of controversy over whether it was penalty or not. Um, and that NATO, like, 95th minute goal. Mainu getting the 97th minute Wonderful goal. Wonderful goal, too. Wonderful. Wonderful. Really, really good. But uh, you'd have to think this is either a sign that Manchester United are going to go on some sort of run of form. Yeah, or they're else... heading to full strength anyway. That's, yeah, uh, that was and the you are getting a bit more consistency from them with the likes of Hoyland and Maynou so maybe maybe Ten Hag is finally okay. turning things around uh, We also have Everton uh, v Tottenham we have Arsenal v Liverpool so there's a, a, a good a, a good treat in store over the weekend of the Premier League Yeah a great treat in over the weekend unless yeah. you're an Arsenal fan otherwise it's and just And finally in GAA um, a lot of action in the hurling and in the football Yeah lots of good uh, games this weekend in the hurling we have Dublin and Tipperary on Saturday and then the football Mayo versus Dublin so obviously that's one of the great rivalries we had Dean Rock on off the ball during the week talking about how much he enjoyed playing Mayo and then you also have Claire and Cork in the football or in the hurling sorry and then Derry Tyrone in the yeah. football which is obviously the big Mickey Hart derby I will leave you with one final thought you know the Parky Cueve thing has rumbled on it's now officially super value park e mm-hmm. you i father Quive. 
S P U C. Spook. <laughs> Will it catch on? I would love it. Are you look. going to spook at the weekend? <laughs> the off the ball bulletins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kathleen McNamee, thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.